What's up, Substackers? It's your boy, Corey Ryan Forster here, Park Rant. But actually, I want to get a conversation started. Let's get a conversation started in the comments because it's possible we will all learn something that will change our lives. And of course, uh, I'm only referring to in the culinary world, what is something... Actually, you know what? It doesn't have to just be in the culinary world. Mine just happens to be something from the culinary world. The, the prop question is, or the prompt question is this. What is something that is so simple, so simple, but you learned about it relatively late and it changed your life forever? For me, I think... This is sort of a multifaceted answer, but it starts with finding out about flaky sea salt on top of chocolate. Do you remember where you were the first time that you saw salted caramel or dark chocolate with flaky sea salt? And do you remember what was going through your mind? Because I remember me thinking, what the hell are you talking about? Why is there salt on something that is sugary? right? It made zero sense to me. And I'm someone who, even when I learned this, I felt like I had a fairly refined and complicated palate, at least for someone from my area, you know, who has the accent that I have. Uh, uh, the accent, which of course could be described as a possum. It sounds like a possum getting butt-fucked while playing a banjo, <laughs> you know, you know, the country sound. I thought that I had a pretty refined palate, but I, this this just went in the face of everything that I knew. Dude, salty is supposed to be salty. Sweet is supposed to be sweet. And then, of course, I tried it, and it was honestly like putting on glasses for the first time and being able to actually see, <laughs> you know? I was like, oh my God, this makes so much sense. And I didn't think about like the the reasoning behind why it made so much sense, I didn't think about, oh, well, it balances this, and, you know, the, this heightens this, and salt actually brings out flavor. I didn't think about any of that. It just made sense. And now, I almost don't want anything that is just purely sweet. Like, I'm a wild man. You know what I mean? Like, I will put flaky salt on my ice cream. Of course I will. Because if something's too sweet, you don't want something to be less sweet. You just want it to be balanced out by a little salty crunch. And this opened up a whole new world. And it almost feels like, it almost feels like me finding out, me finding out this was when the whole world found out about this because all of a sudden, I'd never seen chocolate covered bacon, chocolate covered potato chips. And then all of a sudden it started happening. It's like we had this revelation as human beings. But I know that it's not like in 2007, somebody was the first son bitch to put sea salt on dark chocolate. Somebody was hiding this from us. I suspect it's the French, okay? I suspect it's the French, and they didn't want us to be happy, as the French are wont to do. JK, I love all my French people. But it's not just the salt on the sweet, because this also goes in the reverse, the sweet in the salt. I've talked at length, probably on this substack, I don't know. Listen, sidebar guys, um, in all the ways that I'm turning into a stereotypical dad, I think the one ailment with which I'm most afflicted is the inability to remember which stories <laughs> I've already told before. 
you know, I mean, that's like, that's dad stereotype number one, that the dad is constantly retelling the same stories and not understanding that everybody's heard it. Or, or it's just that the dad doesn't care and he wants to tell it again. But I can tell you, at least for me, it's just the uh, sheer not remembering part of it. So if at any point on this Substack, I'm sure I've even done it before, that I retell y'all something that we've already talked about, please know that it's not me <laughs> trying to scratch at the door of quote unquote content. It is merely a lapse in memory that I cannot promise you won't happen a multitude of other times in the future. However, I know that I've talked about uh, on this substack before at least the, the art of and the theory of balance in food with you've got your four mains, right? I saw the, uh, the Netflix show on it, which originally was a book, which is Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat, right? Which that show, um, more than just the revelation of chocolate on, or salt on chocolate changed my, changed my life because it truly taught me the pillars of balance and what you can do to not only enhance a dish, but also save one if you think you've screwed it up. You know, which is, as I've said before, why I love cooking more than I like baking. Because when you bake, if you get some of the stuff wrong, it, it won't work and you have to start all over. Whereas in cooking, it is more like art where you can almost rewrite. You can almost edit and make a, make a different pass on it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're making a soup and it's too salty, it's not ruined. Just add more stock or add more cream. Or if it's not necessarily the sheer amount of salt, but that the salt is playing too much of a role, you know, zest a little lemon in there, squeeze a little honey in there, and that sweetness will balance it out. And this really changed, this really changed my life, y'all. I mean, I haven't made tomato soup since figuring out all of this that hasn't had at least a little honey or some type of sweetener in it and also hasn't absolutely slapped harder than any tomato soup that I'd ever made before. And it makes me go back, like want to go back in time and just shake myself and go, God damn it, you think you're making something good right now? You're not. I mean, it's fine. It's passable. But everyone's going to know. Everyone is going to know how much of a simpleton you are when they taste this and there is no balance it's all tomato, it's all acidity. There's no sweetness coming in the back. That was a poor choice of words, I apologize. <laughs> but this revelation changed my life forever. And maybe, maybe cooking and being able to enhance dishes is not something that is that important. But I will tell you this, being able to enhance dishes and being able to enjoy the process of cooking more and be, being able to bring out the joy in it and put my creative spark into it absolutely enhances my quality of life. And I'm here to tell you, the older I get, the more I realize there's not many things more important than that. You know what I'm saying? If you can enhance the quality of your life by any measure, it don't matter if it's 20% or 1%, if you can do something that makes your life even a little bit better, that's what it's all about, baby. Because, I mean, it's a shit storm out there, y'all. It is a shit storm. <laughs> and there ain't a damn thing 
that we can uh, that we can do about it. Well, that's not true. There, you know, obviously you, we can make a difference. People can make a difference, and little teeny tiny things can get changed, and perhaps that'll create a domino effect that will ultimately change the world for better. But it's going to take some time, and in the meanwhile, you just got to get through the next 24 hours. And by God, you know, if you're having a really, really, really good bowl of cream of chicken soup, that certainly helps. You know what I mean? I feel bad for people who, you know, don't like to cook. Obviously, I know that everybody's got their different interests. It's just that we, if we really, really love something, it's almost impossible for us to fathom that there's somebody out there that hates it. But I do think that there's a lot of people who don't like cooking just because they've tried stuff before and it didn't turn out right and they got frustrated and they didn't feel like trying again. And I mean, you know, some people got the patience and some people don't. Like, I, I'm here to tell you, I've told you all a million times, I'm not the funniest person in my family. I'm not even the funniest person in my friend group, but I am the person in my family and my friend group who had the patience to try and fail and edit and pursue it, right? But you can, anybody can do the same thing with anything and you can do it with cooking. You know what I'm saying? And, and by God, brother, I mean, if you can perfect some of these things at home, it will save you money. You ain't got to go to a fancy restaurant to get something fancy. The simplest things in the, in the world, if you just have the patience to screw with them, the simplest things in the world can be the most luxurious. Yesterday, me and my wife were, she was making dinner. She made some chicken, mozzarella pesto, some situation. It was very good. It was very good. But we were both hungry before, right? So what she did was, she was like, hey, baby, you want a piece of this mozzarella? We had fresh mozzarella. She's like, you want a piece of this mozzarella? And I was like, oh yeah, but I mean, you know, let's take a little time to make it hit here. Now my wife would just throw the mozzarella in her mouth and be like, I was hungry right now. But of course I was like, baby, we also got tomatoes and I got some fresh basil. Let's just make a teeny tiny caprese salad right now. Not hard, not hard. Now of course cheese prices can vary, but you know, it ain't like going to a Michelin star restaurant, but in my opinion, just some run-of-the-mill, pretty good mozzarella cheese with a little teeny, you know, little couple teeny tiny grape tomatoes slivered with some balsamic on it. I mean, dude, you got you a million dollar meal right there and it's prepared under 45 seconds. And you've got all the, all the elements of balance working right there, right? You've got the fat of the cheese. You've got the acid from the tomato and the balsamic. The tomato also gives you a little bit of sweet, right? The herbs give you a little bit of brightness. It is just a symphony of flavors in your mouth, very, very simply. And I gotta tell you, having that, even though it was only one to two bites, because I take big old bites, I mean, my quality of life was certainly changed in that instance. So what is something, again, I may remind you, I go on these tangents, but the original point of this post was, what is something, and it doesn't have to be culinary, that was so, 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 so simple that you learned about later in life and you couldn't believe that it took you that long to find out about it and it has since changed the quality of your life for the better. I have given you what I've given you as my example. <laughs> yes, putting sea salt on dark chocolate and learning about the relationship between sweet and savory. That's what I got. Let me know in the comments what y'all got. Love y'all. I'll talk to you tomorrow.
See you, bye.